0: hello everyone welcome back to two spot monkeys live you are joining us here for episode 72 and it is also the last episode of the year 2021 wow a full year in the bag i'm tom joined as always by jim jim bud how are you
1: as you know, it's been a morning. I'm on my wife's <laughs> computer because mine doesn't want to work. That's okay.
0: I, I loved that it started with that hearty laugh. <laughs> yeah.
1: If yeah. you only knew. All <laughs> right. Well, you do a little and none. I could sit here and whine about it, but we don't have time for that. This morning, uh, we've got we're a little bit of time crunch. So uh we're gonna hop right into it. Um uh, and today is mainly, not mainly, it is, unless we go off in a rabbit hole that we don't have time for, our head-to-head picks, which will start our 2022, even though this episode will drop in 21, we'll start our 2022 head-to-head competition, uh, which, of course, this last six months and every time has been won by Tom. Um, so uh, this time around, we start back at zero zero, 0 and uh, WWE has decided to put a... Day one, pay-per-view, literally titled day one on January 1st this year. It runs on a Saturday. Uh, So they decided to throw a pay-per-view on it. So uh, there are seven matches announced. I think there's some others we can kind of think might have happened, but they don't have SmackDown this week. So, uh, I mean, they could announce them on Twitter, I suppose. But there's no more go-home.
0: Was that plan on SmackDown pre-COVID outbreak that happened. And I'm sure that'll be part of our conversation. So I think we're letting the, we're, we're naming the elephant in the room right from the jump. Like, so there was a COVID outbreak in WWE last week and the weekend that followed Christmas, the weekend that, that accompanied Christmas. And it, it changed some some uh, live events. Um, was SmackDown already planned to be kind of a best of? I was,
1: uh, I don't think it's airing at all.
0: Uh, oh okay. well, it's on,
1: if it's on fs1 it's on fs1 you're right rate. yes yep. it's on fs1 because I- they originally had a venue booked but they moved it i i didn't look to see when they moved it they moved it into march it was in charlotte i want to say okay um so they originally did have a venue booked i don't know if that was covid related or if it was just them saying we're not gonna be on fox on new year's eve us running a live smackdown on fs1 on new year's eve seems stupid um, well, and
0: it's so funny because I saw that they were airing it on FS1 and I was like, wow, why are they competing with themselves on SmackDown? But now it makes sense. I didn't I didn't dig in and go, is there like a bowl game or who knows why? But
1: Yeah, I think it's whatever Fox shows on New Year's Eve. It's not Dick Clark's, but whatever their Times Square show is, um, would King, be in competition.
0: With how much they're paying for the WWE license for SmackDown, the fact that they're not having someone in Times Square in a wrestling ring having a match is like right. mind-blowing.
1: Smackdown Live from Times Square, even if it's like two matches out of the whole two hours and it's a lot of New Year's Eve stuff and you know, rains and I don't know, Sami Zayn or something. Um, anyway,
0: that's not that's not day one, but but that's kind of setting the stage for day one because uh, no, like you said, no go home show really. The go home show was raw, right. Um, and then who knows what's happening this week as it pertains to those who either are COVID positive, which of course nothing's been confirmed other than by one talent themselves, one t- um, and or contra- contact tracing. And then of course the CDC, not that we're all about government and he- World Health Organization and CDC regulations, they changed the quarantine rules this week which so too. So
1: Which could help WWE in this, yeah. actually. I mean, yep. uh, your mic is on your, scratching either on your shirt or your chin a little so you know Tom.
0: I'll try to shave every time we have an episode. See, this is what I do. I don't shave and then I come here and then the mic rubs wrong.
1: So Well, uh Tom, did we determine who's taking the first pick? We we didn't. I think it should be you. Okay. Entering as as, As the loser. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to use
0: that terminology. I did not. I love, I love you, brother. I did not want to go there. I,
1: I saw the, for those who are watching on YouTube, you can see us and I saw the wheels turning in Tom's head. How do I say this in a nice way? Uh, the guy who's never won this thing. Yeah. That guy. Uh, all right. Well, that's good because uh, I, I think this is a layup for the first match. Drew McIntyre versus madcap Moss. Look, I think Riddick Moss isn't bad in the ring. I think he's got a when he's not dressed up like an idiot uh, from 1920, he's got a decent look to him. He's got a good build. I think he's okay in the ring. This gimmick is just dumb. I mean, the whole happy Corbin, madcap Moss, and not in a way. I liked disheveled Corbin, and I'd actually be okay with Corbin came into money, and now he's a uh, jerk again. I was almost going to use a different word, but we don't ever put the explicit thing on there. Um, I'd be okay with that, but the, God, this just annoys me and in a way that. I, not, not in a way that I'm like, yeah, like MJF annoys me. I want to see him get his butt kicked. That's a good heel. This doesn't annoy me in that way. I just want them off my TV. Uh, they're clearly rebuilding McIntyre here. Uh, Mac and Claymore, one, two, three. There's no way Moss beats him in day one.
0: Yeah, I'll be honest. When I saw that this match was actually on this, I... I, I- I was like, "What? Yeah. Was like, How is it not on
1: SmackDown? Why is it this-
0: Yeah, you're starting you're starting the year with a pay per view event. That's kind of a one like a it, it may be a one time only thing. It may not like it, the timing of New Year's Day being on a Saturday um, next year to be on a Sunday. So Sunday they could do day one. They could do day one. You know for sure. Day, but yeah, day one too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like just the simple fact that it's Madcap Moss and not Corbin. Right, it, it, just from a star power perspective, but you're right. Yeah, this is this is the layup of all layups. So yeah, Drew McIntyre is my pick as well.
1: Uh, enough said on that one. Uh, Tom, you get the first pick on the Raw tag team title match: RK Bro of Randy Orton and Riddle uh, defend versus the winners of the RK Bronement, uh, the Street Profits versus uh, versus uh, the Street Profits of Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. Uh, What are you thinking on the raw tag title match?
0: So on paper, this is a really like cool match to me. Mm -hmm. I've always been a really big fan of the street profits and I don't think that they've gotten all of the shine they deserve on the main roster. Uh, It's been a little bit of sporadic uh, spotlight and and you and I both have gone back. I think you have been more of the champion than I have about, you know, when will RK bro break up? And then sure enough, Riddle goes to give Randy a a gift on Monday and he gives him a hug in the middle of the ring and then Orton like literally grabs him and, and has him set up for the, the RKO and, but it's it's like such a quick transition um and, but it's like they're 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 buds. they're they're horsing around so you know I think of my son and I having horse play it's kind of like that like I got gotcha, you right you know um but 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 Randy Orton is the viper so when when will when will the turn come uh, the other interesting thing is Riddle is booked for what on paper as well is a sick match at New Year's Eve. We won't really get into talking a lot about that today but if you're not aware of that match check out that lineup because that's actually it looks like NXT is seemingly turning a corner I won't get too far ahead of that yet and I'm sure when we come back in 2022 we'll have a chance to chat about that event in, in more um yeah uh,
1: New Year's with more, New Year's with more opportunity good.
0: yeah um that's that nice by the profits, winning the Broniment – it made me think. Okay, here's a chance for them to take the belts off of Orton and Riddle. I, if you looked at WWE booking in the past, you'd say that Orton and Riddle are destined to be a match at WrestleMania. It just seems like that would be a good natural singles fit.
1: I I've been calling for it since SummerSlam. So <laughs> <did I. laughs>
0: right, right. This this is a tough pick for me um, because I really could flip a coin and and feel like. Either option is good. Um, I'm going to stick with RK Bro. I don't like that, but I also could say the same thing if I said I'm going to pick Street profits, I'd probably go, I don't like that either. Um, the outcome, if it's either team, won't surprise me uh, in the end. I'm, I'm excited. This is a match I'm looking forward to, but RK Bro retains in that turn or the breakup doesn't yet happen.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you. I can flip a coin on this, and it's to me, it's all about does the breakup happen or not. If the breakup doesn't happen, un- unless you're going to take the belts off of Riddle and RK, bro, RK, bro, RK, goodness, Orton and Riddle, there we go. <laughs> if you're going to take the belts off of them, and part of the story is how do they deal with the the loss, and how do they deal with the the setback, and that leads to the turn, okay, I could see that, Um but I, I just don't feel like I feel like the law, lo- the title loss comes when Randy drops him with an RKO, uh, which I kind of hate because it also makes it look like the other team wasn't going to win unless, you know, Randy Orton's the reason they win the titles, not themselves, whoever that team is. Uh, but I agree with you. I don't think it's here. I think it's more likely at the Rumble. Um or directly after it, if maybe Orton throws Riddle out of the Rumble or something like that, and that leads to kind of the the dissension furthering. I'm, I'm going to go RK-Bro here, but won't be shocked if I'm wrong either. Um, part of my problem is, if you break up RK-Bro, they've done such a terrible job with Alpha Academy after looking like they were maybe going to push Otis for a second, um, and then just change their mind. I mean, at least he's on TV. Veer Mahan's been coming since October and hasn't shown up yet. It's a long journey. Um, He's walking, clearly. Um, I I read a thing yesterday, quick rabbit hole on Veer, that um, they really, when they started airing those coming soon vignettes, they had no plan for him. Um, And they still don't. And they realize that it's kind of a joke now. And so they just keep running them. And I'm like, he may never show up. He might show up and win the title. I don't know. It's WWE booking. Um, Anyways, I, I think RKO wins here. RK-Bro, um, with an RKO, maybe, uh, gets the win. But I won't be shocked. I just don't know who the Street Profits defend against. If I mean, they could turn around and make Alpha Academy the number one contenders real quick. Um,
0: the I Dirty Dogs sound wrong. Dirty
1: Dogs. I mean, although it seems like Ziggler and Priest, I was kind of surprised they didn't get added to this card with a, like, if Priest gets DQ'd, he loses the title stipulation, um, since they... Keep having him lose by DQ, which is another stupid thing. But Priest isn't on this card, so I'll save my rants on Damian Priest. And they're booking of him for another episode. Um, I was a little surprised that I didn't get it. Yeah, the Dirty Dogs could get, but really they haven't done anything lately either. Um, so good job booking your tag division yet again, WWP. 4,000 wrestlers and can't figure out how to put together a tag division. <clears throat> Krabby Jim's back. Look out. Uh, all right, the Raw women's title match. Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan. I did not see their match on Raw a couple of weeks back. Uh, I have not watched a Raw or SmackDown in a while. Um, I, I wanted to see their match because I was excited for it and just timing didn't allow. December was a really, really crazy busy month, month for me. Uh, and I'm not going to go back at this point because I've got two weeks of NXT and two weeks of both AEW shows to still finish up on. And those are higher on my priority list than Raw. Uh, Live, I think, has come a long way. I think Live should be raw wins champion at some point uh but i don't see it happening here uh i i think it would be really cool i feel like day one needs some like it feels like with it being new year's day there should be some sort of a reset button or a a new beginning like wrestle kingdom often is that for new japan you know there's often six or eight title changes in wrestle kingdom and it kind of sets the stage for the next year and i feel like WWE could do that here and i feel like they just won't um, for the most part, um, that could be interesting, but I, we're headed into WrestleMania season. I don't see Becky Lynch losing this title until maybe at WrestleMania. Uh, you know, Bianca Belair beating her at WrestleMania for the title would make a ton of sense. But, you know, they've done such a bang up job with Belair the last few weeks from what I've been reading that who knows. Um, but I'm going to go Becky Lynch here. Um, would I be stunned if Morgan won the title? no but I'd be more surprised than like if the profits won the title, let's say. Um, I just, I just don't see it.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I think Becky Lynch retains. The question for me here would be, is this, does this end here or does it continue? And so if it were, to, if it ends, I think then it's a very, it's a not necessarily a clean victory, but a decisive victory for, for, for Lynch. The other side of that coin is, you know, if Morgan wins by DQ, that throws kind of a monkey wrench. If this is going to extend, um, I don't have enough confidence to make that my pick. So Becky Lynch is my pick as well. Again, another good match on paper. Liv Morgan has come quite a quite a ways, uh, which is great because again, you need depth and you need people you can cycle in and out. And she hadn't really been that prior to the last you know three to four months.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. WWE in your booking. I don't know. Um, the next match is the one of two non-title matches out of the uh, the seven that are on this show. And uh, it's Edge versus The Miz, which I have to say I'm more excited about than Drew McIntyre versus Mad Cat Moss um, as far as the non-title matches go. Uh, but Tom, what are you thinking here? I'm, I'm interested in your thoughts on this one.
0: Yeah, so when when both guys came back and then this was the direction I was like, eh, really? Like, you know, when I thought of edge's return save for the Randy Orton feud, which was a big part of kind of the, his reintroduction, uh, you know, post clearance. I always wanted it to be guys that he didn't really work with before. And I don't know if he had worked with Miz A lot in the past or not. I haven't spent the time again, that crackpot research team, that research team. is, um, you know, so like, so the Seth Rollins feud was cool because Seth Rollins and Edge kind of was like, hey, 10 years ago, you would have fantasy booked that, or 15 years ago, whatever. Kevin Owens, who ended up having a match with Edge at Madison Square Garden because of the card shuffling uh, last Sunday, uh, that is awesome. And, and hopefully there is an Edge Kevin Owens feud down the road because Kevin Owens has re signed with WWE since we last recorded, uh, and it's a long term deal. Uh, bummer for me because i thought he was destined for aw kevin steen baby uh so the so my the way i land here at this match is going what what's the, what outcome gets us where we go next right so is this just a one stop shop uh or does and and somehow some way nothing against Miz because i think he's incredibly talented and he's multifaceted in terms of his WWE tenure but it seems like they often will, like, give him more shine than they do other people. Maybe that's just a loyalty reward, but they, I don't know that they've always done the that to right people. Yeah, yeah, so I'm picking Edge because that's what I think is the right move. Uh, and and maybe this feud continues. Um, Miz certainly has right to get back at Edge. He got brood bathed on Monday. Which, again, why are you brood bathing people when you're not the edge of the brood in 2021?
1: And and why is the blood black? I mean, why? it's old blood. It's old blood. It's old blood. Right? It's been around <laughs> since the early two thousands. Like, can we get new blood? Is that no? Is that was Gangrel the only supplier? Is that what happened? Um. This match, it should be good. I, you know, the Miz is the Miz. I think is underrated in the ring. I think he gets a really bad rap. Is he Kenny Omega in the ring? No. Is he Edge in the ring? No. Um. But I don't don't think he's terrible. And his character is, when booked correctly, he does pretty well. When he's booked to do the drip-drip stick and spray people with water, I mean, it's hard to make chicken salad out of that chicken. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's that. I'm a little torn on this one. I generally think Edge wins the match. Yet I could see, and this might be me overthinking it or trying to book logically, I could see Maurice getting involved, especially because of the way the things went down on Monday, costing Edge the match, and then that's what leads to Beth Phoenix eventually returning, and we end up at Mania or Rumble or something with an Edge Phoenix versus Ms. Maurice match, which feels like where this should go. Um and if Edge just wins, do we get like then then how do we get there? Why, why do we need that match? And yet I can't see them as winning. <laughs> um, so like, I, I guess I'd see it more. Edge is going to win. And then maybe, I don't know, Maurice kicks him low or something after the match. And that's what, you know, because why would we use a match result to build to another match? We should do something outside of the ring that builds to a match because that's how we book. So I'm going to go WWE booking here and go with Edge. Um, even though I think if you want to get to that mixed tag, it makes more sense for the Miz to win. I just, I don't, I don't see them doing that. Uh, so that is what it is.
0: You so may like, come back and eat your words. Cause I like that idea a lot. Uh, and it seems like that's what they would do, but
1: I, I like the idea. I just don't trust them to do it as my problem. <laughs> um, and, and I've thought that things made sense before and gone with my gut, and uh, that's why I keep picking first. So I'm going to go ahead and go against my gut on that one.
0: <laughs> so the tagline for this episode is WWE Day One Preview. Can we trust WWE again?
1: Probably not. Right. A, it's a long title, what? but... Why? Or, or just why? <laughs> uh, uh, the SmackDown tag title match, Jimmy and Jay Uso defend against the New Day of Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods this is one of those times where I know I have said a million times on this show and you have to, we see rematch after rematch. We've seen these matches a thousand times. This is one where, Hey, you know what? I've seen this match a thousand times. Give it to me a thousand more. Um, These two teams are so good against each other. Uh, Whether you work Biggie into that, you know, when, when he was a, a, a more regular part of the New Day, I guess, for lack of a better word, or now where Kofi and Xavier are the, the featured. They've done a nice job of raising Xavier Woods' stock a little bit by having him win King of the Ring and just the way that he's he's worked and been booked lately. Um, i I got I to gotta give WB credit for that. They've raised his stock. He was kind of the other guy, I felt like, uh, in the New Day with, with Big E in the group uh, more regularly. And I think with Big E now on Raw, they've done a nice job of raising Xavier Woods' Do I think Xavier Wood's ever going to win the title, unless it's a Kofi Kingston kind of run? Um, No, I don't, and I don't even see that for him. But in the tag division, I like it. Um, That's my pick first, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, I really wanted you to pick first, because I have no idea which way I want to go on this, um, So... (laughs) I can go both ways because the Usos, certainly you have the, um, the head of the table, the bloodline, excuse me, and and all of that. Um, you have cracks being shown perhaps in that. I think we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But also you have the New Day and you have Xavier Woods as he King Woods and that sort of thing. I feel like if they don't change any titles on a day one pay-per-view, it doesn't make sense. So I'm going to pick the new day and not feel strong about it at all. But this really is a coin flip for me. I think potentially. Uh, if this comes out as the match of the night, as far as in-ring, I, I wouldn't be shocked at all because they're two really good teams. you got some other matches that I think could, if things go right, could go that way. Um But I'm going to go new day and put about a one on it when we do our confidence points in, it, in fantasy wrestling.
0: Yeah, we have our first difference. I'm going to go with the Usos. I do agree with you, though. However, this is very much a coin flip, and it really could go either way. Uh, the, the question that I think of when I, when I ponder this outcome is, you know, I, I, I connect right to what will happen with Roman Reigns. And I feel like what happens with Roman Reigns does kind of bleed into or cross over into this match, perhaps. Uh, Also, I could be surprised. Maybe they do nothing. Maybe they're they're two separate entities. They live in two different universes. Come Saturday night, and again, WWE goes, ha, gotcha. You thought we were going one way, and we didn't. Uh, So, yeah, Usos to retain. I, I almost wish that there weren't two different sets of tag titles. I think that if we could unify them and have WWE champions of the tag division and have them go back and forth between two different shows, it might make them a little bit more important. But that's that's a just a brief lament here as we record today.
1: I, I wish that about all titles, honestly. Just have one, have one world champion, have one, you know, maybe that means Roman's your world champion, and right now, Biggie is your um. Intercontinental or your US or whatever I don't know, and you're building him. I don't know. Yeah, that could be a whole other discussion. By the way, is Shinsuke and Sammy on this card? I just thought of that.
0: I don't think so. I, I Sammy is the contender for the title, uh, and I had a hard time remembering who the title holder was. It is, I believe, Shinsuke Nakamura. He
1: defended the title like one time in eight months.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I mean, again, who knows? Between today and when this event happens Saturday, there there could be a number of things that get added.
1: Right. All of a sudden I was like, maybe that was the gauntlet. I know the gauntlet was for the number one contendership. Uh, Well, if it is, we're not picking it at this point. So because I I did go through WWE's website on their day one uh, subsite or whatever you want to say. And and it wasn't listed there. So just as I said that, I was like, I wonder if the IC title gets on here. Maybe that'll be on the kickoff show um, since they haven't necessarily announced that. Uh, Tom, you get the first pick on the WWE title fatal four way match. Uh, this is definitely the match that could seemingly be more most impacted, it seemed anyways, by by the COVID situation, although maybe it won't be. Hopefully, hopefully not. Hopefully everybody's healthy. But Big E defends in a fatal four way with Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Bobby Lashley. Definitely the top four guys on Raw, I think. Uh, what do you think, Tom? What's gonna what's gonna happen here?
0: So just a point of clarity before I make a pick. If this does not happen as scheduled as a four-way with these four competitors, are we throwing out the result no matter what?
1: That's what we've usually done. Okay.
0: I just wanted to ask, um, you know, I thought all signs pointed to Seth Rollins overcoming the odds, even though he's the bad guy uh, and winning the title here. But I know that we've talked to that, you know, maybe whatever happens doesn't involve him in the finish and he gets his single shot. Family at Rumble. Both of those two things could happen. He also might not even be in Atlanta. So uh, that that is a huge monkey wrench into things here. Kevin Owens re-signing in the last couple of weeks made me think, "Wow, are they going to reward Kevin Owens and make him WWE champion?" Uh, again, the, that question of loyalty. You know, how much how much does loyalty get or not get rewarded? And again, are you loyal because you sign a $3 million a year contract? They're also paying you pretty handsomely as well, and you're able to provide for your family. I think Lashley is the odd man out for sure. Owens and Rollins have seemingly been really, really chummy, and I think that that's not a facade, uh, but I also don't know that they totally trust one another. Something's going to happen in the end. I don't know who takes the loss, but I'm going to stick with Biggie to retain because I think that there's a Biggie title match at rumble with someone else in this match or someone that we're not even thinking about that really is kind of the destination before we truly get on the road to WrestleMania. So biggie.
1: Everything you said makes sense. Um, uh, Owens isn't getting the belt. Oh, Owens resigned. He's now there and he'll be misused. You know, they'll misuse him just as well as they have for the last number of years. Um, I hate to say that, but it's it's just the likeliness. It's kind of like when the Good Brothers signed um, really big deals with WWE and then they got cut like six months later or whatever it was, maybe three months later. Um, I wouldn't wouldn't be stunned at all in 2022 if Kevin Owens gets cut, uh, although they seem to really want to re-sign him. And I don't know that they really want him going to AEW because I think they do. <laughs> it's really weird. I think they see what they have in owens and they just refuse to use it um it's mind-numbing to me it's just i don't i don't get it uh rollins with a with a run with the top title in in, on raw make makes a lot of sense um i i think owens and rollins if they decide to keep them together add another member or two you could have a really good faction there i love factions so i always kind of think that direction um I think you know, put a, a younger guy with them, and not to be their lackey. That's I hate when WWE does that. They make they put a younger guy with established talent, and the younger guy is there to be the lackey. No, help bring that person up. Like Evolution, you did it well back then. Um, somebody read, you know, rewatch that stuff, and and you did pretty well at bringing Orton and Batista along uh, with with Flair and Triple H. So that's what you can do. Uh, but instead, we you know bring up new talent, and then. Uh, They ask for their release, like Tony Storm, which is a whole other story that we do not have time to get into today. Uh, Biggie wins here. I I don't, I don't see them flipping this title on this show. I would like to see Biggie hold it at least till Mania. I don't know. We'll see how the booking goes between now and then. Whether I really think they'll do it or not. Um, If either, you know, it seems like one of the titles almost always changes around Rumble time which kind of flips than what we're headed towards at Mania. And if either of them do, I, I feel more likely the WWE title is the one than the universal, but maybe I'm tipping my hat to what is about to happen in our next prediction. You look like you're going to say something there, Tom.
0: No, no, I'm ready for this final pick. Cause I, this is the, this, I thought this match was going to be the match you showed on the slide before. Um, so I'm glad that we're ending with this match. I think that's it's the right match to end with, but I thought we were going to go to Uso's lesson or keep the bloodline. Thing
1: then, yeah. uh, I definitely see this being the last match of the night. I see this being the main event, um, which is why I put it here. They could surprise me though, obviously, and, and do other things. Reigns defends the universe title against Brock Lesnar. Uh, Reigns fired Paul Heyman, was it last week, I think, on SmackDown. Um, so, you know, and, and Lesnar, I believe, came to his, his aid um so you know it seems like lesnar and hayman are back together against roman reigns now i'm calling swerve i'm calling swerve i don't buy it for a second wwe hayman's turning on lesnar reigns is winning the match which builds to another match because i don't think this feud is done um and and it could not be done either way like if lesnar were to win it and win the title You know, Reigns would want his return match. Uh, My bigger problem is, and we've said this a million times on the show, I don't think Brock Lesnar should be the guy to end Reigns' reign, uh, for lack of a better word. And I still feel that. I I can't imagine I'm going to feel any differently. If you asked me to lay an amount of money that that meant something to me on who will end Roman Reigns' reign as champion, I'd probably put it on Brock Lesnar because that's the WWE thing to do. But I don't think it should be. So I think Reigns wins here, but this isn't over.
0: Well, my pick is Lesnar. And I do think that there is a swerve coming with Paul Heyman. But I do think that despite that swerve, Lesnar does overcome those odds. I don't want Roman Reigns to lose. And you and I both have been very adamant all this year because Reigns is going to finish the year 365 as champion. Uh, But he's going to lose it on the first day of 2022. And he's going to lose it here. And whether that's the right move or not, big picture, I don't know. But that's what they're going to do, in my in my opinion, which is why I'm picking that. So it uh, doesn't mean it's right. doesn't mean I'm right. We'll find out on Saturday. I do think that Wayne's losing here makes sense, especially because Reigns already beat him at Crown Jewel. I, I, I just don't think that you have Brock Lesnar lose twice in a row. That just that that blows. That would blow my mind. Again, if it's if it's a funky false finish, um, because Heyman gets involved, then that would probably be the justification. Uh, and WWE needs to reestablish some goodwill with me. Book the show just for me, Vince. <laughs> uh, uh, all all jokes aside, I I think they have to make, do the transition, and 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 and, and that would be really interesting then, because what what then does. Brock Lesnar's role look like as champion? Does he then hold the mania if that does indeed happen, or if if if, if your point is is right, like what would they do? What would they do for a third a third uh, encore of these two together? And what could they do differently? Paul Heyman in a cage. This isn't '85. I don't.
1: know. <laughs> well, and and you know now's the time that we start looking to mania, and if it's not Reigns and Lesnar unless the rock is coming back and it doesn't seem likely um, you know, because they threw him a 25th year anniversary party that he didn't show up to. Um,
0: And and the rock versus Roman without the belt in the fold makes a lot more sense to me. If, if that somehow is in the cards, I have no idea. So I also like the idea of going back to my pick of the Usos. I like the idea of the Usos retaining, but then Roman losing and then having the bloodline, having some internal strife, perhaps because of, the, oh, well, the head of the, the table now no longer has the championship. So
1: I, I like that thought. I like that. That's creative, which is exactly why I think they won't do it. <laughs> uh, so I know we're up against a uh, uh, time crunch here, uh, but are you planning on watching the show Saturday night, Tom?
0: Probably not. Uh, we have uh, family doing some extended holiday stuff. Uh, be, Christmas was weird this year. Uh, it was great, but it was also just a different way we did it. And we had family you know, different spots of the country. So we're have some family coming in and I think we're going to do some kind of traditional stuff that we would have done during the normal Christmas time on New Year's day. And I don't think I'll have a chance to, to watch this. And hopefully I'll be celebrating a Michigan victory on New Year's Eve uh, as they face off with Georgia in the national college football playoff. Uh, so maybe, so yeah. So I'll just, maybe I'll just be continuing to celebrate all day
1: on the first. Understandable. Um, I, I don't know. I, I should have the time Saturday night, but I got to be honest, I might buy the GCW show and watch that instead and maybe try to catch this on Sunday. Um, I, yeah, I to start off the new year right with wrestling, do I want to watch a WWE pay-per-view that's going to make me bang my head into the wall or a GCW show that probably will introduce me to some people I don't know and and show me some wrestlers that you know are, are interesting to me?
0: Well, what a stark contrast! Just in terms of picking WWE, when we when we think about how we rekindled this uh, podcast, well, we never rekindled it because it really wasn't truly a podcast in this format when we started. Uh, but we rekindled Two Spot Monkeys about eighteen months ago, nineteen months ago, and the 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 narrative I think that each of us hold for WWE has changed so drastically in that window of time. Uh, and then I also think back about when we used to pick, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago, and what a different product it is now. So, yeah, this week is a busy week wrestling-wise. Uh, and again, as you launch into a new year, anyway, like it's just kind of a a, a a reset, and you know, you look at things through new eyes. So, I am looking forward to catching this. It probably will be into the week of the like the first full actually calendar week of the new year, not on Saturday or Sunday. I got to watch my Seahawks and my Lions. Like, what a dream matchup for me. Two of the NFL's best teams on Sunday. I mean, sorry. Did you
1: start celebrating that Michigan already? Uh, have you been uh, imbibing a little bit this morning, Tom? Because uh, I, no, I don't I, know if you noticed about those Seahawks, but uh, my Bears beat them on Sunday. I, I
0: know. I know. I'm so sad.
1: Sorry, right. We're just making sure the Giants don't get as good of a pick. Because, yeah, we don't have a first-round pick. We have Justin Fields, and I'm okay with that. Anyways, uh maybe some football talk next week too. Who knows? I know Yeah, gonna, we were
0: gonna come back and talk we're... about our final, our our uh conference championship picks. And we just never
1: have. So that's true. And and I gotta say, my Miami pick is starting to look a little better this, you know, two weeks to go. Um rattling off seven in a row. They might make me look smart in the end. When they lost seven in a row, I looked like a moron. But anyways.
0: But the bear Uh-oh. the bears helped tip that scale and balance that scale as a tip is the wrong term balance, balance is right.
1: Yeah. They, uh, yeah, they're not making it. So they've been eliminated.
0: I want to be clear. You are very smart, Jim, except for not in head-to-head picks. Ouch.
1: All right. Good. Well, we went to (laughs) 2021 at the right time. Uh, Annette sent in a comment that said, happy new year monkeys. Happy new year to you, Annette. Thanks for always listening and happy new year to everybody. Uh, if you are going out, be safe. Uh, we've got some weather coming in New Year's Eve, so I don't, know if we're going out yet or not from some friends have invited us over depending on what the weather looks like but uh, be safe out there if you're going out uh you know be safe with the health stuff be safe with the weather all be safe with drinking all that good stuff um, but have a great new year's and uh, we'll be back next week to talk about day one to talk about some wrestle kingdom to talk about new year's evil that could be a marathon next week if we've got the time.
0: We so. have a lot of AEW, too. I heard you say you have to catch up on a couple of episodes. There's been a lot of right. developments in AEW. I'm sure you know some of the stuff. We won't get into it now, but just as a teaser, we'll be coming back and probably doing a hearty AEW recap here in the next couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and it's, uh, yeah, like I said, this is probably one of our shorter episodes. <laughs> next week, buckle up, guys, if we've got time. That thing might go Broadway twice. So uh, have a great New Year's, everybody. We will see you soon and talk to you soon. Take care.